0: Alright, Arnez, what do you know about this? Is this guy twenty-three? Is he real? I don't know. We've never seen him. But honestly, we've never seen him. But he—he does. He called me what, like four months ago? Say something. Is he real? This uh, this twenty agent twenty-three. Well, it's like it's like a ghost, dude, and it's like aliens and fucking witchcraft and all that (laughs) shit. I mean, you've never. You've never really seen it. Oh you're lying. Did he really contact you? Who? This agent twenty three. He never contacted me. He sends you messages. What about you? Did does, does he send you messages? No, I never gotten any. He doesn't know my number. But is he real? Or you I don't know. That's what I'm saying. What if it's like somebody else, you know? What if it's like Eric or something? What if it's you? That's what I kept thinking. What if it's you? How can it be me? Or what if it's like your pretty boyfriend? But this is all true, right? And in case even my mind I don't know, there's no hard evidence, dude. In case my... The evidence are right here, just in case.
1: Alright, um... Welcome to my podcast, everyone. This is Pipe Dream Redicate. Uh, my name is Xavier Terminella, and I'm joined with...
2: Hello, my name is Desir Bueno. Thanks for having me. Yeah, the of broadcast. course.
1: i super glad. So we got a really interesting story today. I, I hope it's all good if we just jump right into it.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, basically, it's a voicemail from
1: 2009.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, this is back when I was in high school. I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And what happened at that time was... Um, Uh, i was into this is before 2012. Mm -hmm. the world was supposed to end in the year 2012.
1: right like the whole mayan
2: calendar stuff yeah yeah exactly and i was like the world's gonna end i want to learn more about it (laughs) prophecies so i really this is when youtube was also kind of new yeah 2006. Uh, but this is three years after the youtube and all that and then i got into conspiracy theories i'll watch mayans ufos atlantis i was mm-hmm. like we have uh, i'm curious i think the aliens are not going to come so you're just kind of interested in life beyond earth
1: it sounds like yeah just interested in the possibilities that there has to exist some outer form of, of some life form outside of earth outside of human beings right uh,
2: yeah yeah okay and uh for some reason i thought they were gonna, they're gonna their aliens are actually gonna come and mm-hmm. attack the the earth so i re- i really started digging into this subject aliens and then i found articles aliens training weapons with the government so i got fascinated by this by all this topic so i started becoming an amateur researcher about a book called by heart on um, bird flying saucers 101 mm-hmm. so i was really reading that book and many others about implants so i got into
1: aliens
2: (laughs) and one day 2009 uh i had this phone one of my old school phones um it was like a flip phone huh yeah it was old old school, school old school old school and my brother he uh, he he noticed that, I, that my friend will send me messages, voicemails, and then my brother was like, "Check your phones. How come you never check your phones?" Not so was like didn't really care about it. And then one day my brother he was digging into my phone. He's like, "Here, I'll show you. We'll set up your voicemail. Let's hear the voicemails because Ernesto or Damien, that's what your that's our friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So he said he keeps sending you messages. Here, let me let me show you. I was in my room that day. And then he was on the bed and then he was like, here, I'll, I'll help you out. And then he was like, Let, let's he'll hear your voicemails. He sends you some some voicemails, some funny ones, he, he, he says. And then as soon as he, the first voicemail I ever heard was this robotic voice. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it would say my name, Josh here, And then they knew about my researching abilities and years of searching for the truth. And then they will call me my friend. Well, my friend, the truth is out there. And then my brother, he heard that voicemail. I heard it myself, too. And then he was like, he asked me, what the F are you getting yourself into? <laughs> mm-hmm. so I was like, what are you getting yourself into? And I was like, um, I'm like I don't know. It's weird. And then he, that voicemail would say, I will contact you Sunday at midnight. And then I was like, oh, I stay tuned for Sunday at midnight to see what is this all about. <clears throat> So that that same week, I got another voicemail, but this time it was like a, a little past midnight, and then it, that voicemail would say, "I apologize for the delay," and then I was so like,
1: wait, "Was it past Sunday that this happened?"
2: Uh, yeah, okay. it was when it said it was gonna happen. Sun. He, this voicemail would say, "Sunday at midnight. Remember, Sunday at midnight," and it will So, I was like, "Okay," and then I waited that whole week. And then that Sunday at midnight, I waited. I was waiting for it, and then um, I heard that same voicemail, and hmm. then. So can I
1: ask, what did the recording sound like? Like, what was it that you heard, and what was it that made you believe it?
2: Um, what made me believe it? Uh, it's just that it's, it's it sounds robotic. It's like monotone, and then um. I'm sure it was not a a hoax, well, because anybody could send a voicemail, but what I, what I think this this specific voicemail is very unique because at the time of the of when I would receive these voicemails, uh, since I live near the Port Wanimi base, I live in Port Wanimi I would see the searchlights at that time hmm. that Sunday, like. I will see searchlights up in the sky.
1: So, did you see a correlation between these searchlights and when you would get the messages?
2: I, I would say yes. It's just, it's too, I would say there was a correlation. And what I'm working on at the moment, I want to contact uh, John John Greenwald. He's a u- ufologist. He he files Freedom of Information Acts. Mm-hmm. And I want to get files regarding this event. And then if they could confirm that there were military activity, radar dishes, all that stuff, at that time when this voicemail appeared, that means there is a correlation. There
1: could be a correlation, yeah.
2: So once I once I wanna collab with him and uh get that freedom of information and get the word out, you know.
1: That's interesting. Why do you think they chose you to send these voicemails to?
2: Well, I was really searching UFOs at the time, and it's all taking place online and I was very when I was in high school, I'll be honest, I didn't really talk to anybody also he's this this shy person very insecure I was mostly a loner, so that was just it's just my brother had friends and they were they were the only ones that kind of knew I was into uFOs but they were not really we never got caught up like with 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 his friends. I was mostly isolated, like very lonely. I had a couple friends that I would walk to school with, but for the most time, for the most most part, I have like uh, acquaintances. I'll call them acquaintances, sure. but none of them were like they
0: good, they really they wouldn't
2: prank. Me, they wouldn't. They didn't. They probably didn't even know my number. Mm, and okay. number two, I didn't even know how to check my voicemails. This happened by chance, mm-hmm. so it was just my brother. He was the one that. Taught me how to use my voicemails, and that's because he, his friend told him, his friend tell him, I keep sending here but he never answers his phone, never answers his phone. And and my brother was the one doing most of the work. He saw like he got my voicemails, and he 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 finally saw this recording. Mm-hmm. So,
1: um. So do you think it was a coincidence that maybe uh these life forms contacted you, or do you think it's it, or do you think it was because of your amateur research in UFOs that they did
2: that? I would say it was my amateur research. And then not only that, on their end, it was pretty calculated because, because everything connected. Like how is it that my brother was showing me how to use my voicemails? And his friend was part of it. He, saw, like, he was telling, insisting my brother to tell me to check my voicemails. Mm-hmm. So when you connect everything, I ended up with these voicemails.
1: Mm-hmm. And you don't think that's a coincidence? Um, Is there a possibility that could it just it could just be a coincidence?
2: Well, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I actually, I had to rule it out that it was co- coincidence. You you
1: don't consider it a coincidence? You think this was? I mean, you said it was intentionally calculated, right?
2: It could be. Yeah, it was intentionally because. Um, everything happened that had to be the first voicemail so something there's something that I'm dealing with like maybe I we don't understand how everything happened but but from my understanding is that I didn't even know how to check my voicemails Mm -hmm. so I had two people my brother and his friends his friend was the one insisting my brother to check my voicemails and if I, I if you say okay I check my voicemails but even my friend was confused. He wouldn't know much about this robotic voicemail. Mm-hmm. And then he's on the video on the video. Um, he's saying, I don't want to be recorded. I don't, And then he like, you tell me that you mentioned this individual, agent 23, uh, there's some alien, some, some alien witchcraft. He mentioned that on the video.
1: Your brother did
2: uh, his friend on the video.
1: Oh, so uh the one sending you the voicemail said that?
2: Uh no, his his friend, um Ernesto, Damien.
1: Wait, your brother's friend?
2: Yeah. Okay, your brother's friend. Yeah, okay. and I'll say I will consider him a friend eventually. Yeah. Uh we did became friends, but at the time he was mostly my brother's friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And
2: he was he was actually caught up on this scheme. He was part of it. about
1: like what you understood about ufos and all of that uh,
2: yes and then this robotic voicemail would also send him voicemails so it could not have been him sending me the voicemails so that rules out my friend sending him sending me the voicemails that rules him out because even he got these voicemails
1: what if you were sending them to himself
2: to himself
1: so that uh, he could make you think that it wasn't him
2: I had to rule that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, on, um, I would have to rule all of that out, mm-hmm. and it's that that comes down to, from what I heard, that there was uh, an incident. This was November twenty three, around five p.m. Two thousand and nine. Two thousand nine. Okay,
1: 2009. so this is this is fourteen years ago, about
2: around there. Thirteen and a half. Yeah. Okay. Thirteen. So, so on that day, no, November twenty three, around five p.m. Two thousand and nine um this is my friend he called me one day and then he saw like um your your brother he's getting chased by his friend who's wearing a tuxedo so i was like very confused at the time at the time i was like okay why are you calling me <laughs> I, I was confused mm-hmm, i heard mm-hmm. somebody a friend of his is chasing him wearing a tuxedo sure so and then his mom gets on the on the phone and and he's like it's your brother they're they're playing it looks like he's just chasing your brother and then like i could kind of hear the background a little bit it's like oh my god just here your brother it's not just one guy it's multiple guys wearing tuxedos they're holding your brother and i was like i didn't know what to make of this and then i'm like why don't you call the cops call the cops instead and then he was like but that's a thing the cops are with them too and so, and then they say, my friend, he mentioned that. And I was like, and I could kind of hear the background. So like, you know what? I'm going to go to your house at this instant. And I, cause I didn't drive at the time. I told my mom, mom, can you take me to Ernesto's house? And then he, she was like, no, no, I don't have time. She was like, uh, no, I got things to do. I'm busy. So I was actually going to run over there. And then Ernesto said, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll go over there. So, so within Fifteen, maybe twenty minutes later, they they showed up to my house, and then um and then I would, but before that, I would hear my friend saying, "Oh my God, tell!" I said, "I I heard him telling his mom, tell him that I'm not here in Spanish." He said that in Spanish. Ernesto did. Yeah, he told his mom because they were showing up to the door, and then I could kind of hear the background, and then I heard him whisper to his mom, tell him that I'm not here. And then I could kind of hear his footsteps. Maybe he was going upstairs, maybe looking through the, his window. And then he, I could hear him on the phone saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, they're back. They're coming back. And then uh, then he, he decides to come to my house after 20 minutes or so. He shows back to my house. And then I tell him, so what happened? So, like, oh, my God, it's weird. And then my brother was there, too. And he's so, like, my friend and nurse told me, your brother was like acting very strange. And so, like, look at his eyes. I'm like, I don't know. It's so, like, I think they're controlling him. I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, so, like, this was too much for one incident. But mm-hmm. then his mom would also say that, um, that they wanted to, that there's these individuals, like the police.
1: To so like, more than one person. This wasn't just. Yeah uh situational this is a reoccurring incident that you've happened again again and again yes okay
2: for sure and then my 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 friend Ernesto he he actually he said that that his mom was the one that said that these people look they look almost like the devil she called them the devil he says that she saw that she she claimed that beyond those glasses she said that her eyes were actually black like so like these individuals i don't ever want them to see them again and then that she said that these individuals they wanted to interrogate my friend ernesto they just wanted to interrogate. who wanted
1: him. to interrogate him uh
2: these guys wearing tuxedos
1: do you know where these men were men i'm assuming wearing tuxedos came from
2: uh were they just uh it was randomly um at the time i was like that they were talking, they were saying that there was a friend chasing him, but he was wearing a tuxedo. Why would a friend of my brother chase him wearing a tuxedo?
1: I'm not sure. That, that's a that's a good question.
2: And and then my my friend he had mentioned that before all this happened, there were little kids playing outside.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But when this these individuals showed up, they were not there anymore. Everybody was gone. It was just my brother. It was just. Do you think they left? Is that do you think they just left or uh, possibility? Is... There were kids playing outside, but once they showed up, there was nobody around.
1: So, so do you think the kids got scared off from them? Um, or do you think there's another alternative explanation?
2: Usually when there's cops, there's people outside You're wondering what's going on. But in this incident, the, the cops showed up, and from what I hear, there's nobody around.
1: Oh, so was it the cops that were the men in tuxedos?
2: Uh, there were both. There were the men in tuxedos and then the cops, people dressed as cops.
1: Wait, so were they actual
2: cops or were they people dressed as cops? Um, <laughs> well, my, my friend later, he did after a while, he did mention that I keep, uh, I, I asked him a few questions. So, like, how do you know there were, how, how do you know, who were the, wait, the cops? How come they're not coming for you right now or why did they left? Cops do not behave that way. They make sure you get an interview.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they
2: let you free that's That's already suspicious. Are you sure you're not wanted by the police? And it's like, you know what? all those guys they all look they all look familiar. Uh, well, they all look not familiar, similar.
1: The guy in the tuxedos: yeah, the, the guys
2: in the tuxedos okay uh they look similar. They all have identical faces, everything same features, everything.
1: Can you tell me, do you know any of those features where they wearing sunglasses really bald? Uh, I did they- ask
2: my brother. And then this is when I actually got a book from, it's called uh, UFO Silencers by Berkeley Green. Uh, Green, which he died uh, like two years ago. But he had this book on UFOs on on the men in black. And the reason I wanna throw that in there is because uh, at the time, usually months after all that incident, I got a book. I'm like, maybe, I think I know what they're talking about nowadays. So I got this book. I might as well study to see where I'm getting myself into. Mm-hmm. So I'm studying because I'm still getting receiving voicemails randomly, but it's no longer every Sunday. Now it's every month. Like once a month or or so, there's like updates. So I'm getting these voicemails and I got this this book from from him. He ordered. I asked I gave him the money, he ordered it. And then as soon as I got the book, it was pretty much highlighted in orange, green. The book was pretty much highlighted that was not me doing it what do you
1: mean by highlighted? there were passages in the book that already had been highlighted by someone else
2: yeah so it was a used book for sure okay it was used but whoever used that book pretty much highlighted multiple highlighted every single page but like with different colors there was green orange and pink so did you just get a used book was that it yeah Okay. the UFO silencers and then I showed my brother hey, Eric you know what you've seen the men in black I and mean, then he will he always be dismissive he'll say like I don't want to talk about it so it was hard to even get a word from my brother and then I give him the UFO book and I tell him do you agree with this person that they have this almond shaped kind of head these these individuals almond shaped almond okay yeah and that uh, they look um oriented like somewhere in Asia like a little oriented and then I asked my brother, he would he read the passage regarding one of the one of the books and he said like, yeah, it's pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. So he Mm -hmm. confirmed to me that the book is pretty accurate regarding Mm -hmm. the how they look like.
1: How specific was it a description though? Because I feel like a lot of like what um I mean I'm I'm a psychologist. A lot of what a lot of suic a lot of uh pseudoscience like palm readers what they do is they make really vague statements so it's kind of like it has to be you like if I said oh in the next 48 hours something bad is gonna happen because then you're more aware of maybe whatever it is that's bad happening do you think there could have been some pseudoscience behind that book or do you think it's concrete
2: um, for the most part uh, the book does mention Mothman and all these winged bats looking I cannot Confirm that uh, for me, it sounds like I, I'm not familiar with Mothman. I read about it. The book mentions certain things that I don't, I can't confirm. Sure. So I rule them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I want to be more scientific.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But from my understanding, my brother, um, he did mention that he saw on Arnold on the beach one day, and I'll, I'll get to the book. Uh, yeah, Arnold Arnold Beach is like the it's. It's pretty much on Wanimi Road.
1: Oh sure, okay, so a beach in Oxnard. Uh, yeah, okay. it's
2: in Port Wanimi. Mm-hmm. It's a beach in Port Wanimi okay. Road and it's kind of hidden, it's almost by the strawberry fields. Okay. Uh, not, not much people go there, it's just mostly hidden. And my brother said that he was doing Tai Chi on the sand. He did Tai Chi. And that for 20 minutes, he said that there's these individuals wearing tuxedos. Um, the one on the right of him, he said that it was pretty darker, shorter and complex and complexions, he was shorter. He stood on the background, and then one of them was pretty tall. Like I'll say, he he said that it leveled towards him, towards his eye level. So he had to be enormous size. He's far away, and yet he levels with with him. And he's like a couple feet away from him. Maybe like, I'll say, I don't, I'm not good with kilometers, but it was quite a distance.
1: Oh, so you think it was like, Mm it It wasn't like he was twenty feet away. It's like he was maybe uh, more than
2: that a lot more than that uh, i how to say a couple kilometers uh um basically these individuals they stood kind of before you get to the sand, they were standing kind of by the parking lot sure and my brother was already closer to the ocean on the sand okay okay so so the length of the shore uh, yeah, the length okay. of the shore. And then um, basically the book mentions that uh, there's been incidents from witnesses that there was this taller guy and this shorter guy. Mm. The book mentions this. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, this is something my brother told me. So I'm like-
1: So he told you this completely independently of the book?
2: Independently, yes.
1: Okay.
2: And my brother never, he never, he's not familiar with aliens or men in black. He's not familiar. Mm -hmm. Neither was I at the time, but I'm actually, uh as I read this book I'm noticing a, a parallel there there is a there is a there, there's a correlation between what the book says that there's a guy who's always standing on the background and then there's another guy who's a lot taller than him. That confirms my brother's own independent mm-hmm. um witness or observation. I so didn't... what
1: were you gonna say?
2: Um so yeah the book has some accuracy. There is some accuracy I can't confirm the entire book like the wingman or i can't confirm most of that but i know for a fact some passages are pretty accurate from what my brother told me and i believe my brother because he's not in he's not really he's he's very he's almost an atheist he doesn't believe in he's he believes in science he believes in global warming he believes in he says numbers facts that's my brother and he mentioned this story he's there's older guys, they're wise, they know who's a liar. They know how to detect. man, my brother, you know, I feel like he really, um, he was on point. He, mm-hmm. he was, I feel like he told his story and I'm, I'm kept like, I will say capitalized on it. Like, yeah, it's, it kind of parallels with the book. So.
1: My question to you was, do you think it could just be a coincidence? That you, uh, your brother happened to see one tall man, one shorter man with a darker complexion. I mean, how often would you just go downtown and you could probably see a pair
2: like that? Um, my brother, well, my brother told me uh, it was their demeanor. Like the way they stood, he said they were very robotic. And that they wouldn't even close their hand. He said that they were mostly like, like a dolphin, like a fin like yeah. they they looked like they had hands but they from far away it looks like they're it was fins like they were made for swimming whatever the, whatever that demeanor like these people were very stiff they were just standing there for 20 minutes seeing my brother do tai chi chi. <laughs> my brother not like i just ignore him i did tai chi and my brother's bipolar too so he's he's from he, he stage two so He's he's still doing his own thing, mm-hmm. and he's on the mood of doing Tai chi he didn't care if there were there was two individuals very stiff robotic for twenty minutes staring at him mm-hmm. wearing tuxedos and one of them was leveling he's pretty tall my brother assumed that that from the parking lot all the way to the ocean they were leveling meaning that the guy had to be and, and he said that his, he had to be tall he had to be tall his game was um, no exaggeration, but it was literally the color white.
1: So there was a taller man who was very white and then a shorter man in much darker complexion?
2: Yes. And, and Both he aren't said, tuxedos? Yes, tuxedos. And the the white, the one, the usually the, the actual color white, that kind of color.
1: Like white, white. White, white. Very white. pale. Okay. Very pale. Hmm. Do you think your brothers? Um, is, I don't want to make any assumptions. I don't want to do any of that. But do you think his uh, experience with bipolar could have manipulated or changed uh, kind of what he was experiencing with these men?
2: Um, I wouldn't rule. Really, uh, I mean,
1: is it a possibility?
2: Is it a possibility? Uh, I, I, uh at the time, uh, I kind of knew he he, he was. He's been by. Well, he's bipolar. He has mood swings sometimes. Mm-hmm. And is he a, does he does he smoke marijuana? He does, but but smoking marijuana doesn't change. Doesn't alter reality. It, yeah, it it's
1: not a hallucinogenic.
2: It's not a like completely. Does he smoke marijuana? Yes. Is he bipolar? Yes. But But his story, his story is still kind of parallels with other people's claims. Okay. So I'm just here to confirm, yeah, these people writing this book, you know, this is something he probably, the the person who, people have a passion for this. And it's because through experience, like my brother, he was, he was the one experiencing, witnessing most of this. And I believe my brother, I don't think it had nothing to do with his bipolar or his, Smoking weed. Okay. I don't even think they were contributors because that would, um, uh, that would kind of contribute, that, that would kind of, uh, there would have to be a, uh, how much weed does a person have to take to see men in black? <laughs> <laughs> so um. it, it's not frequency. Nobody yeah. really, from uh, from experience, nobody, it's like, Nobody sees this type Mm -hmm. of Mm
1: -hmm.
2: um, situation, so I'll have to say I don't think it was a bipolar. I just think it's it's my research, my the interest that the the men in black wanted to let me. It was basically kind of enforcing my beliefs on aliens that this is all real, Mm -hmm. it's not fake. But then I had to have to rely on my brother, like he's the one that is truly witnessing everything.
1: Okay. Now, I want to ask you, um, I mean, I know you're in a research methods class. Um, you know what cognitive biases are?
2: Cognitive bias.
1: It's like a, it's a tendency to, the cognitive bias I'm going to bring up, It it's a tendency to um, think you've noticed something or perceive something more when you start thinking about it. So if your doctor says, hey, you know, are you having uh, a lot of knee pain? And then you think about it, you know, no.